This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Elite Life Optimization Coach Ryan Nidell, and today is day number four of the week dedicated to family. Here inside the conversation of family, we are bouncing around from notes of appreciation to our closest people, right? Mine is my wife, Lindsay. We tiptoed into what happens if you have kids or what happens if you don't have kids and how you handle that. Gianna gets one for me every day. And then we lean into yesterday the simple fact of you don't even have to have kids or a significant other to experience true gratitude because you got one of these pesky cell phone things in your hand. And you should have more than one contact in there being yourself so you have someone to connect with. Now, of course, over the past two weeks, we've also covered fitness and faith. Right, It's my belief system that as we play this game of life, as I so eloquently refer to it, that there is a four-dimensional reality. There are four key quadrants of how life works. I call them the foundational four. Those four areas so that when you level them up independently and then collectively, you get to play the game of life at a different vantage point. That's what these past two weeks, this week and next week, will all be about as we wrap up 15 Minutes of Freedom together. And so today, into day four, as it pertains to family, I have to talk about spending time with your loved ones. I can almost hear it right now. You're saying, well, Ryan, well, no kidding. right? I, I spend time with my loved ones. Especially if you're married, right? You go home every night, you see your husband or wife, you see your kids. You see the family. You spend time with them. But let me ask you a question, just for a moment. How often does your life end up being that you work your rear end off at work? I mean, you you push. You push and you push and you push. You do everything you can because you know that providing means safety. And safety means stability. And stability, in your mind, equates to happiness inside your household. So you work yourself to the bone at the office. Then you drive home. More than likely, you fight some sort of traffic. I mean, the majority of us do. You're exhausted from the day. Potentially, when you hop in the car, you call your husband or wife because you finally disconnected from the workday, only to hear the new things you have to do when you get home. The laundry that needs done. The trash that needs taken out. The yard that needs mowed. The things you have to stop by and pick up for dinner. The list becomes lengthy and painful. And in doing this, more and more pressure stacks up yet once again. So then you finally make it home, right? You stop and you do whatever you needed to do. Or you get home and you change out of your work clothes and you begin to mow the yard. Only to then be told that there's a specific time for dinner. So you scramble and you rush to mow the yard. You then clean yourself up, get ready for dinner with the family. And here we're pushing 730 at night. All you want is some peace and quiet, and you've yet to receive that at all. And so during dinner, although you're interested in what your family has done, ultimately you just want the noise and the chaos in your head to finally come to a stop. And so you sit there focusing on your meal. Your family might think you're grumpy or resentful, but when it comes right down to it, all you want is some peace and quiet. And so when you're done eating, you sit at the table for a moment, you look at your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids, your wife, your husband, 
Maybe you say a half-hearted, that was a great dinner. You take your dish to the sink, you set it in there, or maybe you're one of the lucky ones that puts it in the dishwasher. And then you go sit down. And you try to relax. And you kick your feet up on the ottoman or on the, in the lazy boy. You turn on the television. And you sit there and you numb yourself down until the kids go to bed. And the kids go to bed. Maybe you participate in their nighttime rituals. Maybe it's nothing more than kissing them on the forehead or on the mouth. Good night. And off they go. And so then you and your wife or your husband, boyfriend or girlfriend, you sit there in somewhat of an awkward silence, trying to exchange conversations about the day, but not really having any sort of depth because admittedly you're just burnt out. And so you retire for the evening only to hear that alarm clock go off at seven o'clock the next morning, giving you just enough time to scramble into the shower Clean yourself up, grab a cup of coffee, maybe a slice or toast or two, a little butter, peanut butter, grab it in a, in a paper towel, take it to the car, and off you drive to the office. If you're fortunate, you remember to kiss your wife and your kids, or your husband or your kids, and tell them you love them. Maybe they're not even awake yet. And off you go to the rat race yet once again. How often does this happen in your life? It's okay. I'm really good at this and it still happens in mine. There's nothing to be shameful of. We're human beings and if anybody says they have all this figured out and they're perfect at it, I'm going to call them a liar. I've never met someone that aces this 100% of the time. But there is a way to recalibrate from those feelings. And the simplest way that I have found to do that, I want to share with you right now. It is to pre-plan and pre-schedule a specific thing with your family each week. Now, when I say specific thing, this is something that's out of the norm. This is something that encourages and creates a sense of unity, bonding, and connection. This is something that when you look back, you're like, man, I haven't done this in a long time, and it feels really good. And there's a chance as you map this out in your mind, you think, man, I don't even know what this could possibly be. Essentially, you're going to date your family. Let me explain something to you on how just simple this can be, right? Because this is not a monetary conversation. You don't have to produce at a seven-figure income in order to take your family on a lavish vacation, and that's what this has to be. There's a conversation that's been had that I give full credit to Wake Up Warrior, Garrett J. White, and it was actually Sam Falsafi that said it to me. Love plus fun equals connection. So let me role play that day that just happened. The same thing, right? The work that goes on, the things that happen, all the stuff. But when you get in your car after the day of work, you set your phone face down, you turn, you turn your ignition on, you turn the air conditioning on, and you just sit there and breathe. For five minutes. In through your nose, out through your mouth, getting yourself recentered and recalibrated. Not being in such a damn hurry to move from point A to point B. And so instead of rushing to pull out of the parking lot, you call your husband or wife and they can hear calm, serenity, peace, and love in your voice. 
at which point you share with them, I just can't wait to see you. I can't wait to be home with you. I can't wait to spend time with you. And then as you drive home, you do what you need to do to clear your mind. You arrive in the driveway or in the garage, and of course that yard still needs mowed. But tonight's different. You've already told your wife you're not going to mow the yard or your husband because you have something special planned. And that special plan that you have is you stopped by the grocery store or had a plan to cook the family dinner. Yes, you. You didn't ask for permission. You didn't ask what they want. You simply show up with the bags and say, I got this. It can be a jar of spaghetti sauce, pre-packaged meatballs, some water and some noodles that are boiled, and a loaf of garlic bread that you put in the oven, and it still counts. It counts because you gave it forethought. It counts because you planned it. It counts because you made the extra effort. Now, the next part is, because you're already calm, you've made dinner, you're relaxing, you've kissed your wife or your husband, you've kissed your kids, your phone's nowhere in sight. You're just with them. And as you make dinner and you prepare dinner and you call the family to the table, you serve them dinner. And your phone's still not present. And because you've remained calm since the workday, you're now sharing from this place of love and abundance. And you're actively involved in communication with the entire family. And so there's a different feeling. There's a bond and a unity that's happening right in front of you. And it feels foreign in the moment, but then it feels welcoming. And slowly, as people finish their meals, you ask everybody to stay there until everyone's finished. Then you say, for a change of pace, why don't we get up and speed along the cleaning process and we'll all clean up the dishes and the dinner together. The dishes and dinner get done and everything gets put away and cleaned up and seemingly no one has fought or argued. And so then you pivot and as the day is coming to a conclusion, instead of kicking your feet up and turning on the television, you leave it off and you play a board game. Maybe something easy as Connect Four, something as complicated as war. It doesn't really matter. What matters is the fact that you were just connected. And when your kids go upstairs and go to bed, you walk up with them. And you tell them you love them. And you come back down. And when you and your wife or you and your husband are in the living room, where normally that television would just be instantly turned on, you just leave it off and you just look each other in the eye and you have a heartfelt, meaningful, connective conversation. That's a date night, my friends. That is something that starts to change the trajectory of where your family ends up. That is something that costs you no extra money, costs you no extra time. You didn't have to produce at an amazingly high level to pull it off. You simply had to plan and make people feel important. Now, if you're anything like me and you have the hustle and bustle of a normal week, the best way that I've found to do this is to communicate it on a Sunday. Ask your family, hey, do you guys have anything going on Wednesday night? The kids might have sporting events. Your wife might have her nails to get done. Your husband might need to go get a haircut, whatever the things are. And people give their feedback. And you say, okay, I need everybody to do me a favor. Just be home by 7. 
can you be home by seven? And everybody gives a buy-in. Yeah, I'll be home. Why? It's no big deal. I just need to be home by seven. You still get off work at five. You still relax in the car. You still call your wife at 510. You still stop by the grocery store. You fight the traffic on the way home. You start cooking dinner at 615. Guess what? When they come in the door at seven, dinner's made. Who's the hero? It's literally just this simple to have the connection across the quadrant of family. And see, this is not just specifically for the family nucleus. This same sort of ideology should be applied to those closest to in your life, right? Your closest friends. When's the last time you went and spent time with them doing something that didn't involve drinking, right? Where there was just a bond and a connection that wasn't in front of all the world to see, where it wasn't something that carried on in the wee hours of the night, where you called them and made them feel important on a Tuesday. This is what this is. This is literally how easy it becomes to start producing at an incredibly high level. Because your family wants you there. Your wife wants you around. Your husband wants you around. I guarantee it. They married you at one point. Or they started dating you at one point. There was a point where everything worked together. And maybe you're on the opposite end. Maybe you're just starting down this path together and you're like, well, my life is good. Great. This is the best insurance policy you can possibly have to make certain that your life always stays good. See, that's the goal, right? The goal to me of living an optimized life is to begin to eliminate the peaks and valleys, to just consistently have exponential growth up and to the right. Work consistently day over day and week over week and 12-week period over 12-week period and then ultimately year over year, you can see your life changing and becoming better and better. That's what this is. And when you apply something as simple as a family date night that is well orchestrated, that doesn't cost a lot of money, that has pre-planning and a commitment to it, when you do just that, you'll find out that every day after, you're able to get shit done.